0: Welcome to Fresh Off the Boat. Today I'm delighted to uh, be chatting with Prateek Verma. And Prateek was a student I worked with in 2009 10 when he was at GD Goenka School in uh, Vasanth Kunj, New Delhi. Uh, Prateek's journey was uh, not very typical because uh, he had a plan which his family had already sort of set. So the, the city specific to where he wanted to go was well defined. The family had business in Houston, Texas. And so it was basically colleges around Houston, uh, which were being looked at. think your path was interesting because you chose to go to a community college, Austin Community College, which uh, is very rare in the circle of students I work with. And then eventually transferred to uh, Texas A&M University, TAMU in short. How was your journey and what were your expectations going into the community college and then the whole idea of being there for a year or two and then transferring?
1: So first I moved to Austin, my entire family moved to Austin, we acquired a hotel there. So my initial goal was to find a school near that first hotel just so that I could get the idea of business, but at the same time get my education as well. So I joined Austin Community College and I did a couple semesters there. And the process is very smooth as long as you have good grades and you maintain a GP of like 3.5, 3.6. Uh, you can transfer to a public university right away. So their minimum requirement is two to three semesters. Um, I was able to get the GPA in two semesters. Uh, The positive thing was that in this time, you save so much money because when I came to the US, I'm still considered an international student. So the fee structure compared to a public university for a community college is very less. And I noticed a lot of people who are local in Texas or anywhere, uh, they were doing that. That the first year they would go to community college, figure out what they want to do. And at the same time, they'll save cost as well. Just get all the general elective classes out of the way so that they don't have to pay extra in a public university. So it kind of uh, made me comfortable that I am on the right path. Like I'm not doing something out of the box or something so strange or something very new. People do that over. So I felt comfortable. Um, I did two semesters in ACC uh, and then Texas has three top three schools, uh, UT Austin and um, Rice University in Houston, and then Texas A&M in College Station. So I applied to UT Austin and Texas A&M in College Station. So I got into Texas A&M, uh, um, It was a great school. Like, um, so it took me about three years to finish my entire undergrad. I chose economics over there because the closest thing to what my family was doing over here, uh, which was hospitality business and real estate. I thought that instead of going for a business degree, doing economics would be a much hand-to-hand um, you know, combination where I can actually learn how to study the markets, understand feasibility reports, and then see if the project makes sense or not. So I did economics and I think it was a good decision. Um, and then 2013, I graduated, and then I joined the family business.
0: Great. So, if you were to look at early days at uh, Austin Community College and the full year there, what's mm-hmm. it like? You know, the impression of a community college is there'll be just one, one or two buildings next to an mm-hmm. like a neighborhood sort of place, a community place, uh, not necessarily the leafy campus with all the bells and whistles and endowments and everything else.
1: So, I think. I joined at the right time. Uh, For example, if you go to Austin Community College website also, um, they have more than four to five campuses in different locations. So, yes, the campuses are small compared to a public university, but the idea that, oh, it's not a big school, um, the level of education is not good, the quality of education, the quality of teachers, um, I disagree. Like, it's it's up to par. Actually, like, uh, teachers, professors from public universities would go to community colleges part-time to teach um, so the level of education is the same it's just that the classes are smaller you won't have 200 students you'll have 30 students 40 students and at the same time you'll have um, cost savings uh, where you would say let's say fifteen thousand dollars for a public uh, university in a community college you would pay five grand six grand so there's a lot of saving for those initial semesters Because when uh, people are enrolling into universities the first year, they're not sure sometimes that which um, major they want to do. They want to do business, finance, economics. So they do all the general elective classes. So cost, um, size of the campus, it was, yes, it's smaller compared to a public university, but the quality is still the same.
0: Mm -hmm. And what about the community, the student community? You also get a sense of the diversity in a way mm-hmm. and that's a huge Correct. benefit too right so you're not just in a bubble elitist bubble if you go to a Correct. private school any uh, any thoughts on that like any benefits of really being grounded to reality and meeting people from so yeah
1: uh, so my very first semester in the community college um i was surprised that i had such a diverse group uh, with me in all my classes um, there was a good bunch of uh, people from india who who, their idea was initially that, you know, we want first year, we just want to save money. Uh, some people did not have the, you know, privilege of like only paying for the education. So uh, the first year they took all the general electives, they were working on campus and then they saved cost over there. Um, there were a lot of communities where, um, you know, it was a very small community, but it was diverse. But at the same time, they were very helpful so it was a, it was a good it was a good experience and,
0: overall. and does uh, your uh, you know when you went there did you sign up for on campus housing or community colleges typically no, uh, do not have housing
1: no community colleges do not have any um, on campus housing uh they recommend you like the places apartments nearby but uh i stayed i stayed with my family in austin
0: right you pursued economics at Texas A&M, and mm-hmm. it was a stark like difference, right? The number of students in a class, lectures, systems. Correct. How was it? Uh, what did you learn there? What's good in a large public university like Tamo
1: So some of the subjects like econometrics, uh, macroeconomics, micro. Uh, I was a lot. I was interested in gender and race economics. Um, being in the hospitality industry, you meet a new person every day. Uh, you you know. There's a new guest every time Um, you're dealing with companies which have such a diverse client base. Um, So my transition from a community college actually prepared me for the U.S. education system where I had a chance to understand how the system works. Um, I made all my mistakes in the community college. So when I transitioned to Texas A&M, I knew what to look out for, what to be careful of, how to study, what to study, you know, how serious you have to take your classes just to perform, to get those grades. So I feel that Austin Community College, ACC, it actually prepared me the first two semester to be ready for the public university. I feel if I would have gone straight to the public university, I might have not done that well. But- Tell us a
0: little bit about uh, Texas A&M University. Um, of course, it's large, public, uh, Correct. you studied economics. You'll have to live on campus, I guess, because it's a bit far from Houston. uh, Yes. Yes. How was all of that adjusting and did you like the overall experience?
1: Yeah. So uh, College Station was the name of the city where Texas A&M is. Um, Obviously, they have more campuses in cities like Galveston, Corpus Christi. Uh, They have an MBA school in Houston. So I went to the campus, which is in College Station. Uh, my family lived in Houston. It's, a, it's about hour 30 minute drive. So I stayed on campus. Um, on campus, they had student housing available. Apart from that, they have a lot of apartment complexes. Um, so you just sign up for an apartment. And then I had a roommate. Um, uh, first year, I had one roommate. Second year, I had a couple of roommates, but uh, I had a car as well. So even though it was a mile, just a mile drive from my apartment to the campus, um, sometimes I would take the car, but the public transportation system on the university was super awesome. Like the buses were running from like 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. all day. So, yes, um, campus was big. Uh, class size, depending on your classes, like the 100 to 200 level courses, you have a big class. But when I got into economics, econometrics, which are the 300, 400 level courses, um, the class size became very small, and, which was a good thing because these classes do require teacher-student interaction and you need their help on, pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, but yeah, so I, I kind of experienced like the big class size, small class size. And once I had my base, my fundamentals strong in ACC, uh, Texas A&M was a good ride overall. And by that time, I had become a US citizen. So I was saving a lot on tuition as well since I was paying in state fees at that time.
0: Great. So let's uh, talk more about your current role of uh, managing a chain of hotels. Um, and uh, how did you grow into the current position, even though it's a family business? What did you have to learn to be able to manage general managers at Correct. all of these hotels?
1: So it started out, uh, we have franchise hotels. Uh, For example, Holiday Inn Express is a part of IHG Group. Uh, We have Hampton, which is part of the Hilton Group. So when I started, obviously in my 20s, uh, early 20s when I graduated, uh, the role was first to start from the bottom. You start from the front desk, and then you go from department to department. You go to different hotels. Uh, Let's say I would go to Holiday Inn Express, which is in Austin. I would go there, train. How the system works, what is the whole business about? So, the first year was just getting training at different hotels. And since it's a franchise, they have brand standards, which you have to follow. Um, you educate yourself by going to virtual programs, going traveling to like Atlanta office, uh, go to Marriott in Bethesda, uh, go to Hilton in Tennessee, um, go to like, you know, conferences, meet people, networking. So my first initial years was just understanding what is the hospitality business. Uh, once I got a good hold of it, I slowly transitioned into the position of a director of operations where every hotel has a GM. Every hotel has a team of like 20 to 25 people. There are different departments and the GM is the head of each hotel. But at the same time, you need someone who can supervise and oversee the operations on a daily basis for all the running hotels. and. Sometimes in a hotel, you have to wear many hats. So even though GM might have a full page, so you can always step in and just help out a hotel. Um, good thing about this industry is I actually was exposed to big companies like Hilton, IHG, La Quinta, And meeting the CEO of Hilton was like the biggest moment for me. Um, now I see him with, sitting with Trump. Chris Nasata was a Hilton CEO. Of the, Thinking about, oh, I actually had a conversation with this guy. So the exposure is a lot. In this industry, you meet a new person every day. And what I've come to understand is like, you will make 100 mistakes every day, but like, you have to learn from them and just make
0: the best. So, what do you think of uh, the hospitality education? Colleges that specialize in uh, not necessarily for you, but Mm -hmm. in general, when you hire people, do you think? Having a hospitality education helps or it's just the work experience that matters?
1: Uh, It's the work experience that matters. If if you have the hospitality degree, yes, it's a bonus. It's a plus. Um, Hospitality industry is one industry which has the highest turnover. Um, So you'll see people coming in and out very often. North America is not high in tourism. The Asia part, the world has more tourism so the client base in north america is all corporate america so all hotels in north america you will have corporate crowd corporate clients oil company energy people who just come to the hotel stay for one or two nights and they're out so you'll see a lot of um, you won't see you'll see good hotels in downtown locations but when you go into the suburbs you see economy hotels maybe like 50 room 60 room hotels um, so, yes, for, uh, to answer your question, there are schools in Texas as well. For example, in Houston, there's a school by Hilton. They have a collaboration with University of Houston, um, the Hilton School. Um, the program over there, it starts from working in a restaurant, slowly graduating to working to a front desk, housekeeping, maintenance, understanding the financials of hotels. So if you really want to understand the hospitality from A to Z, what is the cost multiplier and everything then yes it's a good school they have so you have options like johnson's
0: programs. and wales and uh, carnell mm-hmm. hospitality yeah. and they offer undergraduate degrees so is this Correct. Hilton um, academy or whatever it's called is it mm-hmm. hilton school is it a degree sort of university yes. or just a, okay
1: it's a certified uh, hilton degree with collaborating with university of houston yes
0: right so that's the option for people who would want to consider hospitality. Uh, Correct. So in case uh, you know uh, things do not improve as they are currently in, in the covid situation, uh, we you. hope things go back to some sort of normal. Your industry is sort of obviously in facing the brunt in terms of low yeah. occupancies and everything yes. else. Uh, this is not the only uncertainty that you've been dealing with. I'm sure at the present moment, sure. there are many other things. What yeah. advice would you give people who are going through, uh, you know, not, not just problems, but mm-hmm. not knowing what the future holds for them, especially high school students who cannot go to college or college students who've lost their internships and jobs? Yeah. Uh, how are you coping with uncertain times and what would you advise so, them?
1: The, the very first thing you need to understand is it's not only you everyone is going through the same situation so feeling bad about it and like feeling that there's no way out is not going to help you because mentally you won't be it it, it will affect you uh so i think you just need to be strong uh, we were fortunate enough that we got assistance from government like the entire nation us uh, we got ppp we got eidl uh, so The government helped out a lot, you know, they they funded the economy, they put almost three trillion dollars into the economy to help with PPP loans and EIDL loans uh, for all small businesses. Um, Tourism and hospitality, you're right. This is the number one industry which got affected by COVID. So there were a lot of furloughs, hotels need at least 60 to 65 percent occupancy just to be, you know, sustain the business average occupancy right now is between 15 to 20 percent so hotels cannot pay their bills um but nobody knows like what the future holds but i would say to students who are in high school and like are applying to colleges do your part whatever's in your hand you know whatever you have control of what is going to happen there's nothing you can do absolutely nothing so just do your part and that's it you have to wait there's no other thing you can do
0: well said. Uh, now we're going to switch gears and talk more about uh, you as a person, get to know you. Uh, and these are rapid fire questions. So sure. tell me a bit, uh, something about uh, your early days in college and now at work. If you reflect back, what were the things that made you embarrassed, things that you did, mm-hmm. <laughs> failures or mistakes, and what reflections right. do you have? So it could be one, two, or even more.
1: Yeah. So I think. Um... I mean, not all stories are success stories. Uh, I think I'm part of that world where I was not good enough in high school. I did not have high grades or anything. And that's why I chose the path or I had to uh, go to community college, get my grades up and then transfer to public university, which kind of made me understand like concepts, the importance of education, just, you know, be more focused. Um, So, yeah, that was my from failure to success story. And then when I started working, um, yes, education is important, uh, life, work, family. But apart from that, just for some mental stability, you need something more, more for like a hobby, just which is just for yourself. So I got into running. Uh, So I started running half marathons, marathons. And then I have this crazy goal of like running the six major uh, marathons in the world, which are Berlin, Chicago, London, New York, Tokyo, Boston. So these are marathons you cannot just sign up for to either qualify for or you have to raise money with charity um or if there's a ballot uh, you just put your name and just hope for the best so i got into berlin uh, i completed chicago and then this year i was signed up for tokyo and london and new york so tokyo got cancelled london got cancelled and then let's see so COVID did affect my mental side also but you just have to hope for the best
0: that's fascinating um that's a great answer. Next question. If you were to take mm-hmm. three adjectives to describe your strengths, um, so three adjectives that capture your strengths, what would they be?
1: I think positivity, uh, simplicity, and just focus, Like right? you, you just need these three qualities in any category just to be successful and just to be just on
0: path. Super, so with that uh, Pratik thank you thank you for a very honest and insightful sort of uh, life sharing interview uh we've okay, thank you to understand or most of it at least in terms of your settling into a, a new environment in the us through yeah, the community college route and also your work in the hospitality industry uh hoping for the best for you and we'll be in touch we will be organizing panels where uh, i'll invite you in the future okay. and Uh, we have students not just interested in hospitality might be keen to know about your journey but also specific questions that they might have about Mm -hmm. economics going to large public universities and choosing uh, community schools so thanks and uh, looking forward to staying in touch
1: thank you Arjun thank you so much